are about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America, and welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We've got new inflation numbers. Oh, they're so good. They're so good. It's it's a, a higher number than they expected. But I don't think they've been expecting inflation at all. At any time, every month, it's like, well, it's higher than we expected. Yeah, maybe you should change your expectations because I, I don't think you understand how inflation works. We'll get to that. Uh, plus the abortion debate that was happening uh, yesterday and the farmers of Europe. They are protesting. Why? And what does it mean to us? All that and more coming up in 60 seconds. So let me tell you about Relief Factor. If you uh, live with pain in your body, it... Uh, it seems like anywhere you go in the country, there's a price to be paid. For instance, just got back from vacation. Tried to leave the fires of Mordor behind. What is the temperature there, Stu? Uh, well, it's under. It's over 100 for, I think, the next 10 or 12 days. But it hit 106, 107, I think, yesterday. Nice. Nice. It was cool. Oh, a nice great. cool. Yeah. 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 So I was in uh, St. George, and it was 106, I think, last week. And really, it was not that bad. I mean, it does feel like you're standing in an oven, but it's a convection oven. So I think it cooks you faster and you don't sweat as much. Like I went outside, wasn't like, wasn't sweating really at all. You go outside for 10 seconds in Dallas and you have to change your shirt. Yeah, and Maybe Dallas is not nearly as bad as some areas of the southeast that oh, we've been. Houston, uh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah, Houston as well. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But the dry heat is actually a thing. That is, a, it's a, it's a cliche and an accurate one. <laughs> yeah, except there does come a point to where you're like, yeah, but I mean, the oven is also a place I don't want to live. It's true. It's, it's a very dry heat at 365. Very dry. But I don't think I want to live there. Anyway, um, if, you're, uh, if you're in pain uh, and then you have to deal with the heat and everything else, uh, get, uh, get, your, get your life back. Get your life back. Uh, I can't help you with the climate, but I will tell you that I don't have the pain anymore where I wake up and my hands hurt and I get out of bed and I think to myself, I used to every day, I can't live another day like this. I can't go on. Don't feel that way. Try Relief Factor. It's not a drug developed by doctors. Four key ingredients work with your body to fight inflammation. Three-week quick start developed for you, $19.95. It's a dollar a day like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. It says a lot. Go to relieffactor.com, 1-800-4-RELIEF, 1-800-4-RELIEF. Get the 1995 three-week quick start developed for you. Again, that's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. All righty. Oh, and they did that, too. Oh, it's great to have the choir here with me. Um, so, Stu. I could start on a couple of things that I think need to be addressed, but aren't pressing 
but I think I should just get them out of the way and address them because they're important. Okay. Uh, and one of them is Bradley Cooper has uh, has been dating Anthony Weiner's ex, Huma Abedin. And I think that has to be addressed. <laughs> I think that has to be addressed. What are you thinking, Bradley? What are you thinking? How does that even happen? That's a perplexing one. Uh, as we, you know, Bradley Cooper seems to be able to do pretty well with the ladies. Um, and yeah. maybe he could do better than Anthony Weiner's ex. Uh, but I mean, she may be delightful. I, I, I don't, I don't know. Just that from a, from an outsider's perspective, if you will, not exactly who I'd see Bradley Cooper with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the more pressing story I think is Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Mickey Rourke. Are you avoiding? Yeah, are you intentionally trying to avoid uh, yeah. the world I, uh, right now? Is that what I you're doing? You're trying bit. to escape? I am a little bit. Mickey, because I can solve these problems. <laughs> Mickey Rourke has dismissed Tom Cruise in a uh, in-depth interview. Now, I think just an in-depth interview with Mickey Rourke should be addressed. But I'm going to leave that to others. In this in-depth interview with Mickey Rourke, he dismisses Tom Cruise as, quote, irrelevant. <laughs> now, now, Mickey, to quote a, one of my favorite movies, you keep using this word, and I don't think it means what you think it means. Um, irrelevant would be you, not Tom Cruise. Mm. Uh, he said... He said, uh, look, uh, there's a time when you just, you look at it and you, you're, you're living in a sham and, uh, and you look at Tom Cruise and Tom Cruise is just playing the same role over and over again. And, uh, that doesn't mean anything. He's been doing the same effing part for 35 years. You know, I got no respect really, brother. I don't care about money or power. Uh, I, 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 I like Al Pacino and, and Christopher Walken. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But no respect for Tom Cruise. Tom, Tom Cruise flew a jet, jumps off cliffs, does his own stunts. It's not like he's doing the same thing. They're all insane. For 35 <laughs> years, he's moving, been doing insane things. Where I look at you and what you've done, Mickey, to your face, and I think, that's just insane. That, it's not an insane thing. That, that's a sign you're insane. Maybe it's just me. No, I think you're, you're on to something here. I, I don't think he's going to win over a lot of people with that. I mean, first of all, Tom Cruise has done a bunch of different roles. Like, he's actually played a bunch of different you know, vibes and characters over the years. Yes, he comes back to the standard action hero guy, but uh, he's done a lot of different stuff. Mickey Rourke, I think, made like Skinamax movies in like 1985 and then did a movie about wrestling hey, later on. Outside, outside of that, I don't know. Hasn't been a huge career that's for range. Mickey, has there? Yeah, that's, that's range. That's range. I just want to know um, why somebody found uh, an hour uh, <laughs> in their day. They thought, you know, you know, it would be good use of my time today talking to Mickey Rourke. Because I think everybody wants to hear his opinion. You're trying to avoid the world. 
You are trying. 9.1? Yes, I am. You are. Yes, I am. You are trying to, (laughs) when you realize today that the inflation numbers came out Uh and they were higher than even Mm. experts predicted, which is only what happens every single time, you decided to dig a hole and climb into it. A hole of Mickey Rourke, a hole of Bradley Cooper, and you've decided to climb Mm -hmm. into it and hide from Biden's economy. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have. I have. <laughs> Can we talk about Bill Bar- Bill Burr? Because I like Bill Burr, too. We could talk about him for a while. He's funny. I like Bill Burr. He's funny. <laughs> I do, too. We ought to get him on the show. Okay, 9.1%. Okay, boo-hoo, cry me a river. It's bad. It's bad. All right? Mm. But what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? You know what's really tragic? Yesterday, I had a a, a, a meeting with a guy who's... His job is food forecasting. And um, as we're, we're sitting down, we're, we're uh, just talking about, you know, what's coming. And he said, just got off the phone this morning early. Uh, uh, we had people, forecasters from Asia uh, and then Europe, Africa, and me in the United States. And he said... Millions of people are going to starve to death. Millions of people will starve to death. And he said, we're not doing anything about it. No, nothing. No, nobody's really nobody's really doing anything except, you know, the Dutch farmers who are now being joined by the Germans. Yeah, let's whip the Germans up into a frenzy, shall we? Um, and he said, uh, the, the reason why they're protesting is because they can't grow food. And with inflation, nobody, he said, Africa is going to get hit so hard. He said, America is going to get hit, but we won't really notice it. He said, I mean, we will, but not like they will in, in Africa. And I said to him, you know, what really hacks me off, if I was president of the United States, I would say, look, we all know that global hunger is coming. Unlike anything that we have seen in our lifetime. And it's already here in some continents. They're, they're running out of their wheat now. And they're not placed. So what do we do? Well, we're America. We have the energy that the world needs. And we have the food that the world needs. I'm going to take the restrictions, all this bullcrap restrictions, off of our energy. We're going to start pumping oil. We're going to start using our shale if we have to. We're going to use our coal and our natural gas. We're going to pump it, and we're going to sell it at a decent price to people all over the world that are currently worried about having no electricity. Then I'm going to take the restrictions off of our farmers, and I'm going to tell them, plant. Plant as much as you can. And we'll harvest, and we will feed and warm the world. We have that capability, and it would bring Americans together. But we won't do it. We won't do it. Instead, people, millions will starve to death, and we will have people that will actually tell us, you know, this is really good because of global warming. I mean, our farmers need to learn not to use fertilizers. Yeah, you know, uh, Sri Lanka, Glenn, has a 98% ESG score, which is Great. I mean, what a wonderful, wonderful thing for them. We have like a 50-something ESG score, so we're way behind Mm. Sri Lanka. Now, of course, their entire society is dissolved, and people are hanging out in the presidential mansion's pool 
The guy's he's he's off on a ship off yeah. off the coast. But hey, their ESG score is ninety eight ahead of almost everybody, Glenn, because they did the things they needed well, to do for the environment. As the World Economic Forum said, uh, these are the things that are going to make Sri Lanka uh, a wealthy, wealthy nation by 2025. Two years into the World Economic Forum um, (laughs) experiment, you know, they're burning down the presidential palace. You know, they can't they don't have any food or money or anything else. So I think this is going to work out really, really well. By the way, did you get your copy of the Journal of Climate Change? Yet, have you gotten the latest copy, Stu? I'm a it's subscriber, great. but the shipping, you know, these supply chains, Glenn, I just, I don't have it yet. Oh, shoot, 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 shoot. Well, here's the thing. Um, they have just assessed now uh, that um, the United States causes $1.8 trillion of losses because of our greenhouse gas emissions uh, for the entire world, just what we put out into the air because we want our lifestyle, we burn coal, uh, we are causing a $1.8 trillion loss, uh, you know, uh, for the global economic uh, scene. So, you know what we should do? Wow, hear me out on this. Since we have emitted so much, And we now have a number attached to that on what the globe lost because of our greenhouse emissions. We should take some of our wealth and give it to the rest of the world. Mm. What do you think? Sounds like a great idea and one that is certainly being pitched to the president, I'm sure, right now. Oh, I can only hope so. I bet they haven't thought of that, though, Stu. (laughs) I bet they haven't thought of they I bet you they man somebody's got to get to that to the president right away. By the way, there is a invitation only summit on the World Economic Forum's ESG. This is happening at Aspen, the Aspen ESG Summit. Um, you know, all the all the great people are there. Um, you know, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the Rockefeller Foundation, BlackRock, Crown Family, Ford Foundation, the Chan Zuckerberg Initiative, the Bloomberg Family Foundation. These are great. These are great, great people uh, who have your interest at heart. No, they do. Just like Marie Antoinette. And uh, and they're getting together at the summit because they're a little concerned that ESG is getting a black eye and people are starting to uh, revolt against it. And, you know, from what I understand, uh, you know, the the Aspen Forum and those members, they get it. They say, you know, hey, the people are revolting. Yes, I know they certainly are. That's why we're not part of the people. We're the elites. Um, but they're going to fix things. We'll have more on the elites in just a second. Stand by. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So Tiffany wrote in, she said, I was able to refinance my mortgage to get cash out so I could pay off some high interest bills and cover my home improvement project. 
it, I was amazed at the process. I never felt pressured or rushed. It was a lot easier than I thought it would be, and I'm saving money. I'm really glad I chose American Financing to help me. Tiffany, I am too. If you have bills to pay, projects to fund, whatever it is that might be weighing on you, uh, be like Tiffany. Call American Financing. See what they can do for you. Tiffany just got over $50,000 from her home equity and was still able to get a 5% rate, which is significant. Uh, the economy is not going to be recovering for quite a while, which means rates are going to go up. You can't afford, if you have equity in your house and you have high interest debt you want to pay off, uh, you cannot afford to miss out on 5% interest rates. It's crazy. Give American Financing a call today. Never any pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. Find out how much money they could be saving you. American Financing. 800-906-2440 or go to AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. Hey, I don't know if you've heard yet. This is great news. 9.1% uh, percent inflation. You know, no biggie. Higher than expected. Uh, the BBC is reporting today that Ukraine is now uh, considering legalizing same-sex marriage. Now, I find this amazing. I mean, here they are, these courageous people fighting a war. Fighting a war for their very lives. And yet they have time to gather, debate, and write a new law legalizing same-sex marriage. That's fantastic. Oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain. Now, I'm wondering, at what point was it the, was it the first $15 billion where we required that? Or did it take the full $60 billion for us to say, you know, but you're going to have to change some laws? We need you to join the global community and legalize same-sex marriage. Because, now call me a cynic, I have a feeling that that's exactly what happened. And I wouldn't doubt that Samantha Power, you know, Cass Sunstein's squeeze, uh, I wouldn't doubt that she, her fingerprints are all over this. I can guarantee you that this is what your money just bought. Yeah, 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 it bought some missiles and things like that. But I can guarantee you, we said to them, you know, you're going to have to play ball with us. I'll bet you they'll be celebrating abortions in Ukraine soon. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. Our research department should start looking for those uh, breadcrumbs. Uh, maybe you can look for the breadcrumbs as well. By the way, yesterday, a draft report uh, from the uh, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration recommended that we breach the dams. We take the dams down on the Snake River uh, because we're talking about some serious serious problems um 
we need to decrease the travel time for salmon. Now, I don't know about you, but I hope we can get it super efficient for the salmon to, you know, swim upstream. Uh, maybe, you know, in the federal government, when they want efficiency, maybe we could send the uh, Department of Homeland Security, you know, the people at our airports, because I have a hard time uh, with travel time as well. Um, but thank goodness the federal government is there. Now, sure, sure, the salmon are going to be able to, you know, be home for Christmas. Um, but there's some other problems uh, with taking down those uh, dams. Uh, one would be um, it would cost $19.6 billion to households driving the price of energy up to 18% just for the loss of those dams, 18% higher energy bills, and that's what they're telling us. Although I bet it will turn out higher than expected. Oh, golly. When time comes to buy a new home, or sell the one you're already in, or both, time for you to move. May I... I'm just saying, California, you should move. If you live in New York, you might want to think about moving. You live really anywhere besides Florida, Texas, or the Mountain West. You might want to think about moving. But if you are moving, whether it's across the country or just um, across the street, may I suggest realestateagentsitrust.com is a great place to start. You need to have the best real estate agent you can find. My company, realestateagentsitrust.com, was started by my brother, I don't even know, five, six years ago. And um, we, we had this launch, you know, what, two years before we even advertised it. We wanted to make sure we really had it down and we could find the best real estate agents in your area that had the right tools and track record. And we have them. And all you have to do is tell us where you're buying or selling, and we'll give you the best real estate agent we can find in your area for free. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Blaze TV contributor Eric July's Ripiverse comics. Kind of putting a uh, stake in the ground, uh, one that Marvel and DC should pay attention to. Uh, he has an independent comic book uh, coming from Ripiverse Comics. Pre order sales for its debut series, I think it's Isom number one. Uh, have blown way past expectations. Uh, it's a pre-order campaign. They had a, t- a target of $100,000 in sales. The uh, the total sales revenue for July first, uh, uh, July's first comic book series has approached $1 million in its first day. Not going to... Uh, not going to be a woke comic book. Eric July is in charge of it. Uh, we're going to have to have him on this week. That, that's amazing. Amazing. A million dollars in the first day of comic book sales 
for a comic book that doesn't exist and characters that are all brand new. It just promises not to be woke. It's really Look cool. Out. Eric's yeah. a good dude Look too, out. and uh, he deserves yeah. it. He's super creative I and uh, love him, and and deserves all of the success. But like, really, legitimately blowing through expectations, even his own expectations by a lot. I mean, it's got to blow. You can't just raise a million dollars on something like this in a couple of days and not be noticed. I, you know, you'd think that these companies would be one all day. over this. Yeah, one day. I think it's over. Yeah. I, I thought last I saw one it was day. right near a million, so it's got to be over that by now. So uh, Starbucks is, by the way, say hello to Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed. Hello, Pat. Hello, Glenn. Stu. Pat. Uh, Star- Starbucks is, re- is closing 16 of its stores in response to spiking crime, including assault and drug use and theft in their stores. Huh. Now, what could have caused that? Hmm. Stunner. You know, it might be that they said, you know, you can use our our facilities, you know, uh, and even put in needle exchanges in some of their bathrooms. (laughs) Uh, The 16 stores that will close by the end of this month, five in Seattle, one in Everett, Washington, six in Los Angeles and two in Portland. Mm. Also, locations in Philadelphia and Washington, D.C. Now, I'm trying to think, what do all of those cities have in common? All in the U.S. Uh, yeah, okay. okay. Uh, yeah, all in yeah. the U.S. That's a good People. one. Yeah. Buildings. Yeah. Huh. Uh, they all serve so coffee. I wonder if it... I mm. wonder. In those cities. Mm-hmm. They all serve coffee. Do you yeah. think any of them are progressive? Nah, we no, shouldn't even look at that. I'm sure not. Nah, no, I'm sure not. not. <laughs> this couldn't happen to a finer company. Yeah. Congratulations. Well, congratulations. I, I think that they understand what the problem in those uh, locations is. They didn't have enough tampons in the men's room. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 And so, yeah. That, oh, yeah. 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 This so. happens a lot. Yeah. It happens a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Darn it. Did you guys hear the testimony yesterday on, uh, on uh, you know, who can give birth? Yo, Abortion geez. testimony from, Oof. holy cow. Let me see if we, uh, we have what do we, it. Yeah. What do we have here? Let me, yeah, we have it. Uh-huh. Um, this is from yesterday's, uh, yesterday's hearing. Uh, it's a law professor from UC Berkeley. Uh, and she's talking to Josh Hawley, and he's he's asking about can men get pregnant. Listen to this. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. <laughs> it, would that be women? Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's no. rights issue. It's a, it's, we can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic. (laughs) 
um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not no. recognizing no. them. No, no, no. I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that one out of five transgender uh, persons have mm-hmm. attempted suicide. So I think it's important. Because of my line of questioning? Because, so we can't talk about it? Because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist. I'm denying that trans people exist by asking are you? you if you're talking are you? about women are you? having pregnancies. Oh God. I mean, this That's is like, oh my gosh. It's like a religious dedication to it being is. stupid. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's like, a, the, the, I wish they would be dedicated to something, something, uh, some other pursuit. What, what is this? What is this? They, they all, we all know what we're talking about. And she's acting as if Josh Hawley asking if this is a women's rights issue is causing people. suicides. It's insanity. So ridiculous. No person, no human being could possibly believe that. Yet, yet there she is blurting it out. And acting super confident like she's got uh-huh. a big Twitter zinger she's about to post. It's it's amazing. They have completely abandoned it, you know reality. You crazy is it, absolutely abandoned reality. And mm-hmm. they plant their flag in that invisible universe. Mm-hmm. And they're standing on no ground whatsoever. And they're like, yeah, that's right. People can fly. People can't fly. Are are you saying that people who jump off of buildings can't fly? You know, people are committing suicide because of your denial that people can fly. What are you talking about? No, the suicide is they keep jumping and off of every- buildings. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, she went on. Uh, here she is uh, on the value of an unborn baby. Do you think a, a baby that is delivered alive has value? Yes. Do you think that a, um, <laughs> a, a, long time. a baby that is not yet born has value? I believe that a person with a capacity for pregnancy has value. They have intelligence. They have agency. They no, have I'm talking about the baby. And I'm talking about the person with a capacity for and I'm, pregnancy. And you're not answering the question. I'm asking a more interesting you question that, to you me. You think That's that a baby works, that is not yet born <laughs> Let's say the day before this mother delivers, do you think that baby has value? I think that the person with the capacity for pregnancy has value and they have the they should have the ability to control what happens to their lives. Well Wow. Good God. Can you imagine Unreal. can you even imagine mm. in her you know, in her classroom, if you wrote a paper and you said and they said, you know, I want it to be about abortion, whatever, and you talked about giraffes. And they, you turn the paper in, it's all about giraffes. And she would say, well, that's not the topic that we were talking about. I know, but this is a more interesting paper. <laughs> do, you think, do you think they would accept that? This person is convinced that she is about 100 times smarter than she is. That's yeah. what's fascinating to me about that clip, more than anything, because she's so arrogant. Super confident. And it's interesting, you know, we, we play, look, we do this all the time, right? We play clips of, you know, liberals looking stupid and, and answering questions in dumb ways and getting caught in their ridiculous logic. And we do that all the time. It's it's a fun part of the show. What's interesting about this clip in particular, though, <laughs> is it's it's going it's going viral on the left, too, as if she won. Like, as if this was a My good gosh. moment for her, like, oh. as it, because she's so confident and so, me. you know, sassy and, 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 <laughs> and going back at those, those jerks on the right who aren't acknowledging trans people or whatever they, they're saying, like, mm-hmm. 
no person who's connected to reality could possibly think she won these arguments, right? Like she's just right. completely, de- she's but, talking but, around it with like language tricks to try to deny the reality of the situation mm-hmm. when it's so plainly obvious to any person who has ever lived on this earth that he's right. Yep. But we're still going to act like okay, she's but, right because she said it with confidence. So you don't say, you don't come out and say things like this um, and be this arrogant your first time, you know, your first time and you're like, hey, women can uh, men can be uh, pregnant as well. The first time that was ever uttered uh, outside of uh, university, it was most likely uttered like now hear me out. Hear me out. Mm. These people are in their own circles so tight mm-hmm. where there is no dissent that it gives her the arrogance to look down her nose at anyone who thinks differently. And they all, I can guarantee you, she left that hearing and the people around her went, you killed them. Mm-hmm. You killed them. Because all of the people around her are of groupthink. Nobody is looking, did you advance the ball at all? Did you convince anyone? No. I just told them off because they're too stupid. Yeah. And Glenn, what you described there, I would argue, is our greatest hope. The fact that they are so far in these circles and are so convinced they're right of just nonsense that any average person Mm -hmm. can decipher and think is insane is the best thing that's happened to conservatism in 50 years. And if Republicans use this in November, they will win. They will. I would it's the only use way this. to defeat this. They have all the institutions. They have all the power. They mm-hmm. have the media. They have all these things. But the fact that they're so confident and so overstepping mm-hmm. reality is the only thing we have on our side. The only thing we have is the truth. So do you remember uh, when we would gather every morning when we were in New York um, and... We would get down on our knees and we would pray every day. And we were so worried about things. And we prayed and prayed on, okay, what, can you throw us a lifeline here? Where, where are we mm-hmm. going? And do you remember the answer? Do you remember the answer I got? In their arrogance, mm-hmm. they yeah. will fail. And they weren't arrogant at that point. And that's why I tried to kind of goad them. Remember, I went on the way and they, I said, they want to tell you. They want to tell you that they're Marxists. They can't right. wait to tell you. Mm-hmm. I was hoping to goad them into that. It didn't work. But look at, look at where they are. You know, did. We're yeah. doing a special tonight. Yeah. We're doing a special tonight on um, uh, the, the planning that is going on now the women's march training that is going on right now we have behind the scenes video of it um we had somebody go in and take the training with them uh and it's pretty powerful but as we're looking at all of the people who are behind all of the things that you're seeing it's no longer hard to find you know it used to be well that person was in the room with this person, and this person is a communist. And, uh, and so it was always at least one degree of separation. Mm. Now it is full on, full on. I think we have video mm. tonight showing you um, uh, 
the uh, uh, Ocasio-Cortez being handled at a rally by the Communist Party. Jeez. I mean, they don't they don't care anymore. They just nope. don't care. And I, I don't think Americans uh, are down with all of this. I just don't. But again, for the third time already this morning, uh, maybe it's just me. All right. Back in just a second. Let me tell you about our sponsor this uh, half hour. It's the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. On 9-11, 2,977 uh, 2, people were killed on that terrorist attack on our World Trade Center. After that day, I think every American vowed that we would never forget. Have we? How good of a job have I done? How good of a job have you done? in remembering and staying true to the promises that we all made to ourselves on those days. Well, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been supporting America's heroes and their families ever since, and they are a great charity. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home, young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their family back to stability. Army Specialist Jason Wheeler, one of the heroes, he re-enlisted after 9-11, but a training accident injury left him unable to walk anymore. Well, he tried to manage by himself for years. Specialist Wheeler and his family have just moved into a mortgage-free smart home that was custom-designed just for his needs. It's mortgage-free. Our nation's heroes, people who put their lives on the line for our country and for our communities, they need your help. Honor these heroes and their families. Join the Tunnel to Towers Foundation on its mission to do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2T.org. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. This is the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you've joined us. Uh, Stu was just uh, just talking off air with me about in their arrogance, they will fail. Yeah, you know, you've said that so many times over the years, and I hadn't put it together with this particular moment, but that's exactly what I was trying to express. It really is, I think, our greatest hope that they're overstepping their bounds by mm -hmm. this much. Why is there a Republican governor of the state of Virginia right now. That shouldn't be happening. It doesn't make any sense. Well, Terry McAuliffe went on stage and said, you know, I don't think parents should be involved in their kids' uh, educations at all. And that's something the left has believed my entire life. They've always believed that. They just never said it, right? They didn't say these things because they didn't believe they could get away with it. Now... They're so and arrogant, so, they think they can, and it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's empowering the truth. It's empowering conservative values. It's empowering all of us. Logic. It's empowering logic. I mean, the American people, you know, why did Roe versus Wade uh, uh, fall? I think because the American people started to hear, shout your abortion. What? Mm safe legal and rare okay but you're proud you want to spread abortions 
I don't think so. Wait a minute. Shut down our oil and gas industry? That doesn't sound right. Before we just had them on tape, your, your energy prices will necessarily skyrocket, and they'd claim out of context. This they can't the anymore. Program. So um, my dog is, uh, Uno, he's losing his hearing and not sure he can see as well anymore. He's starting to really get older. I mean, he's still younger than Joe Biden, even in dog years, but uh, he's no spring chicken. And I will tell you that I really think, and I don't have any evidence of this other than I've seen the changes in his health and his diet and everything else when we started feeding uh, him food with rough greens on top. That's a supplement filled with vitamins and minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, all the things that your dog needs to be healthy. He is such a great dog, such a great dog, and I want him to have a help, a healthy, happy life. Um, I just, you know, I just love him to drop dead one day. I hate when they get old and in so much pain, and it's so hard, so hard. Keep your dog healthy and happy for as long as possible. Get a free trial bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. All you pay for is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck, roughgreens.com slash Beck, or call 833-GLEN-33. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program from the Standing Rock Ranch. We are so glad that you tuned in today. Justin Haskins is joining us about the Great Reset. Also, the Heartland Institute, a new poll that is being released today, an exclusive first look at Democrats and their thoughts on the Constitution. When you see what is happening to Democrats, you will understand that a civil war may be the only option, God forbid. But how do we live together? With poll numbers, I'll explain. And Justin is here to take us through the entire poll. Pretty shocking. We begin in 60 seconds. So, let me ask you. When you get out of bed in the beginning of the morning, do you have a plan? Uh, Do you have to plan it out your whole day? just based on what your pain is going to allow you to do. Unfortunately, a lot of people live that way. I used to be one of them. It's not it's not fun knowing whether or not you're going to be able to make it to the end of the day and do the things that you had planned based on your pain. 
Relief Factor has changed my life. And if I may be so bold to ask you just to try it, it was developed by doctors. It has four key ingredients that work with your body to fight inflammation, which causes most of our pain. It's not a drug, so you're not going to be spaced out by it. Three-week quick start, developed for you, $19.95. It's a dollar a day. It's a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and 70% of them go on to order more. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. Or call 800-4-RELIEF. Get the 1995 three-week quick start trial. Developed for you. ReliefFactor.com. Justin Haskins, co-author of the great book, The Great Reset, uh, which is uh, still available and on sale wherever you buy your books. The Great Reset, it is a must-have book if you want to understand what's happening in our world today. Justin is uh, joining me now. Hello, Justin. Hey, Glenn. How you doing? Very good. I wanted to take you through a couple of things that are happening around the world with ESG. But first, let's get into this exclusive first look into the poll that just came out on the Supreme Court and the Constitution, because what it tells me is we may be forced into a civil war. Yeah, this poll was absolutely terrifying <laughs> the results of it uh, we commissioned this poll with Rasmussen because we were trying to find out what people actually believe about the Supreme Court and uh, and and the Constitution and not just ask the run-of-the-mill favorability questions but really get down to how extreme views really have become on this uh, and what we found was absolutely stunning we asked people whether they believed that um, in separate questions, whether they believe that the Supreme Court was rooted in racism, whether the Supreme Court was rooted in sexism and the same thing about the Constitution and separate questions. We asked what you, you know, what people wanted to do about that. Did, did they want to expand the Supreme Court to uh, 13 seats? So by four seats, uh, did they want to abolish the Supreme Court and create a whole new Supreme Court? Uh, do they want to put the United Nations in charge of ultimately deciding Supreme Court decisions or having the ability to reverse it? Do they want the United Nations to have the ability to uh, essentially have control over the U.S. Constitution? We asked all these questions. And what we found was that a the it good is news is terrifying. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. The good news is the majority of voters across the board for now said no, we don't want any of these things and we don't hold these radical views about it. But when you started breaking it down by age demographics and party what we affiliation, what we found was that about half and in some cases as much as 60, 65 percent of Democrats believe that the Supreme Court and Constitution are racist, that they're sexist, that we should expand the Supreme Court by at least four seats, that we should abolish the Supreme Court that we should mostly or completely rewrite the Constitution, and not just based on party affiliation, but also young people basically tracked with Democrats on all of those things, 18 okay. to 39 years old. So horrifying, okay. horrifying results. Let's go through these. Do you have a very favorable, somewhat favorable, somewhat unfavorable, or very unfavorable opinion of the U.S. Supreme Court? 
Overall, 29% very favorable, 20 somewhat, 18 somewhat unfavorable, 25 very unfavorable, 6%, I don't know. Now, if you look at these, very favorable and somewhat favorable for each party affiliation, Democrats, 33%, Republicans, 72 and Independents, 52 So the Republicans and the Independents are the ones standing by the Supreme Court. And I'm wondering, um, do, you, do you think this poll done two years ago? Uh, would have been the same, or is this just because now the court is ruling differently? Yeah, I, I think that in some ways, I think especially on the questions related to sexism, uh, which which was the question that had the most extreme answer, both for the Constitution and the Supreme Court, I think that probably did change slightly because of what we saw with the Roe v. Wade decision, uh, or the Roe v. Wade being overturned. But I actually think when you look at the breakdown of the demographics, the groups that have that have said that they hold these extreme views, younger people, um, African-Americans, Hispanics, um, these these groups really don't have any reason to be particularly upset about some of this information. So, for example, um, why would the Roe v. Wade being overturned, what does that, or any recent Supreme Court decision, what does that have to do with the Supreme Court being rooted in racism, which more than half of these people believe? You know, really nothing. Um, and I think the other thing that, that's sort of a dead giveaway, that um, these views have been very radical for probably quite a while, and they're getting increasingly more radical, is that when we asked about just favorability, you just read those off, the favorability questions were bad, and that's normally what you see in previous polls, right? People ask about favorability. They were bad, but they weren't, they weren't crazy. You wouldn't necessarily look at those and say, well, this is just a crazy group of people. But that's because nobody's been asking them these other questions about, well, do you right. want to abolish the Supreme Court? Do you want to rewrite the Constitution? So, do you want the United Nations in charge of it? So I just don't think anyone's been asking them so, really the issue. So let's go back. The U.S. Supreme Court is fundamentally racist institution. Democrats say 56 percent. Republicans, 14. Independents, 29. I mean, I did the math in my own head. I thought, well, I'm only part of 14 percent of people that would say that, uh, you know, I, I disagree with the Supreme Court is fundamentally racist. And I thought maybe I should check myself. Is it? No, there have been racist on the Supreme Court. They've made racist uh, style decisions in the past, but that's a product of the time, not the institution. Um, right. Do you strongly agree, somewhat agree or somewhat disagree? Uh, the U.S. Supreme Court is a fundamentally sexist institution. Listen to this. Democrats, 67 percent. Republicans, 18 percent. Independents, 36 percent. Now, here's where the rubber meets the road. There are nine justices in the Supreme Court. Same, um, some congressional Democrats have proposed expanding the number to 13. Would you strongly favor, somewhat favor, somewhat oppose, or strongly oppose legislation to increase the size of the Supreme Court to 13 seats? When you look at the numbers, Democrats, 64%, Republicans, 19, and Independents, 37 
Would you strongly favor, somewhat favor, somewhat oppose, or strongly oppose legislation that would abolish the current Supreme Court and establish a new democratically elected Supreme Court with justices chosen by the American people directly? Can you even imagine what a nightmare that would be? Good. Now we're going to make it political? Um, combined very favorable and somewhat favorable. Democrats, 53% direct election. Republicans, 21%, and independents, 37%. That's insanity. Would you strongly favor, somewhat favor, somewhat oppose, or strongly oppose a constitutional amendment that would give the United Nations the authority to reverse U.S. Supreme Court decisions that U.N. members believe violate human rights? Democrats, 39%. Republicans, 17 Independents, 30 Wow. So yeah, what do we that, take away from this? Question, that, that last question from the United Nations, it's even scarier when you look at the age demographics, because that was one of the few questions where uh, younger people uh, were actually had more, even, much more extreme views than even Democrats or liberals, because about half of young people, I think it was 48 percent, that's regardless of party affiliation, said that they would favor putting the United Nations, having the ability for the United Nations to overturn U.S. Supreme Court decisions. And even scarier than that is that we asked a separate question about the United Nations being given authority just over the U.S. Constitution and the U.S. government, in effect. And more than half, it was like 53 percent, I think, of 18 to 39 year olds said Yes, let's do that. We strongly or somewhat favor it. And that was much more than any other demographic as well. So what Democrats think scare me, that scares me a lot. But what scares me much more than that is what young people think. Because what happens in five years, in 10 years, in 15 years, when older demographics, which were the groups least likely to support any of this, these ideas, what happens when they're no longer voting? What happens when younger people and people who are too young to even vote right now, who might have even more extreme views than this for all we know, come into being the, pre, the, the, the dominant political group in America? What happens then? I am deeply concerned that America is not going to survive the next 10 to 20 years based on these poll results. I, I don't know how you can look <laughs> these optimistic. poll results and think anything else. Well, I will tell you, they've, this is why they've seized our children um, and are teaching all of this crazy stuff um, in our schools and getting them in, you know, to pre-K. They are indoctrinating uh, our children with false ideology um, and, and false history, false math, false uh, English. All of it, all of it is no longer... Um, mainstream no longer things that are traditional no longer things that are important um you know even atheist will tell you to understand shakespeare you really have to understand the bible you don't have to believe it's from god but you have to understand the bible to understand shakespeare we're not teaching shakespeare let alone the bible anymore um we're not teaching history so we are destined to repeat it but I agree with you, um, Justin. We, we have two separations going. We have the separation from the everyday people and the elites. That's a big one. 
But then the elites have taken us and divided us again to fight amongst ourselves on things that we all found self-evident when we were growing up. Um, And so we're divided. The elites seem to be in lockstep, but they've divided us between Republican and Democrat. And we no longer can say e pluribus unum from many one. We don't have anything. If you want to change the way the Supreme Court is selected, you want to change the number of the Supreme Court. This is something the Democrats went crazy over when FDR tried to do it. We don't do that. Once you start adding Supreme Court justices, that is the end of your country. You are no longer a uh, you're a banana republic. That's what you are. And time and time again, you add justices to the Supreme Court. Just ask Venezuela. They now have 40 judges on their Supreme Court. They just keep adding them until the government gets the answer that they want or the the ruling party gets the answer that they want. It's extraordinarily dangerous. And if we don't have the Constitution and the Bill of Rights to come back and bring us together, we don't survive. And I don't know how to compromise with that. There, there is no there can't be a compromise. We either need to look, no. either we all need to get on the same page with this or we need to have two separate countries. That's just the reality of the situation. I know that's a very uncomfortable idea. I don't want that to happen. I want us all to be on the same page on the basics. But if this trajectory continues in the direction that we're going, that isn't going to happen. This problem is going to continue to get worse. And that's why this idea about the Supreme Court and the Constitution being fundamentally sexist, fundamentally racist, rotten to its core, is such an insidious, horrible thing. Because if it's true that the Constitution is a racist, sexist document, and if it's true that the Supreme Court is a racist and sexist institution, then why would we ever care what they have to say about anything unless they're giving us the answer we want? And that's, that is the fundamental idea that is now shared by many people in the Democratic Party and especially with younger people. And we can thank our schools for that. And you can thank conservative politicians, by the way, for not doing anything about this problem for the past 50 years, too. I think they share in some of the blame as well, even if they're not the ones actually preaching these ideas. Justin, thank you so much. Um, Justin is the co-author of uh, my book, The Great Reset. Please, if you don't have it, get it. Uh, He's also the editorial director of the Heartland Institute and editor-in-chief of StoppingSocialism.com. Basically, what I'm telling you is he's got a full day. You can find all of this information at uh, Heartland.org. When does this poll release? Justin? Oh, he's we hung up on him already. Gee, okay. We lost him. Yeah, he, um, I think the, Justin uh, Haskins. He did say that I believe it is up on Heartland.org now, so you can go check it out if you want to dive okay. into the cross tabs and all that stuff. Uh, you can check it out there. I want to give you a scenario on saving the country uh, and avoiding a civil war. I want to give you. I want to give you a scenario and see how you feel about it. We'll do that in sixty seconds. Stand by. My Patriot Supply, in case you haven't heard about it yet, America's farmers 
have recently announced they are facing off-the-charts fertilizer shortages. I can't tell you, up here in Idaho, I can't tell you how many people that grow wheat, uh, potatoes, uh, uh, alfalfa for their cattle, how many are operating without any um, uh, fertilizer at all. I know I'm, my farm is not using fertilizer. It's too darn expensive. We decided to just roll the dice and let's see what we can get with just, you know, cow manure. Um, it, it's, it's terrifying what we are doing. I don't want to stand in a government food line. Uh, I want to be able to feed my family and take care of my family. I want to be able to take care of others and help others. Preparewithglenn.com is why I have confidence that my family will have food if, God forbid, some emergency happens. $150 off the regular price right now for the three-month emergency food kit. This will give you a wide variety of really good meals. You're never going to get bored. 2,000 calories a day. It'll keep your energy up. Save $150 on My Patriot Supply emergency food kits today. Don't wait before it gets worse. The farmers have spoken. Food shortages are coming. Let's not be foolish and ignore them, please. Preparewithglenn.com. Preparewithglenn.com. Go there now. 10 seconds, station ID. Politicians will never let a crisis go to waste. We have been invaded. The crisis is being used by Republicans as a photo op by the Democrats to expand their voting base. More than 85% of everybody reaching the border is coming in. That's the definition of an open border. Just down the road, you can get in no problem, no Humvees, no farm guards. What people don't realize is there's a way around everything. The Blaze Originals team traveled to the Texas border, ground zero of the most controversial news story of 2024. With some experts estimating over 4 million border crossings in 2023 alone, we embedded with the Take Our Border Back convoy to investigate. What if the entire narrative you thought you knew was a lie? Go watch the real story of Texas versus the feds and how the elites use the border crisis against us by visiting realbordercrisis.com and use code TEXAS for $30 off an annual subscription to Blaze TV. Let's say we could get a consensus on the Bill of Rights. Let's just say we can get a consensus on that. But one of the things we couldn't, because the country is so divided on, was abortion. And you know how passionately both sides believe abortion. Neither side wants to give ground on that, because it is a moral issue. Both sides feel that way. Okay. What if we could strike a deal where we could have our Constitution, we could have our Bill of Rights, and we could say in, in 10 years, there's no more abortion clinics that could be built. The others that could have already been built, they can uh, stay in business, but you're not building any more abortion clinics. And everything else goes back to the Bill of Rights and our government is intact and we agree and we can function again. 
Would you make that deal? I think I would. But I think that's the deal the founders had when they put together our Constitution and they couldn't get slavery to pass. They were like, do we go to war with each other over this? Or do we stop the trade in 10 years in hopes that we can enlighten people and avoid a civil war? But we have everything else we need. Should we make that compromise? Welcome to the Founding Era, gang. The Glenn Back Program. Patriot Mobile, with the recent rulings from the Supreme Court, it is worth mentioning the wins didn't happen on their own, and we are a long way away. I mean, I have to play the Elizabeth Warren thing for you here in a second. She's bat crap crazy. They are now going after these uh, these healthcare clinics for women that she says are lying. People are coming in and wanting an abortion, and then they leave and they've changed their mind, and that's quote torture. It is terrifying. One of the groups that has been working hard behind the scenes uh, is Patriot Mobile. And I know that they're a phone company. They offer the they're the only Christian conservative mobile phone provider. Um, and they offer great service. They have all U.S.-based customer service. They'll save you a ton of money. But they also are on the front lines fighting for the things that we believe in. They're huge fans of this program, huge fans of you. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Go there right now. Make the switch. Get free activation. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. Back to back, Studios America, Glenn TV tonight on BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. So we're talking about how to heal the wounds of the country, I guess, and how to keep it together. And Glenn, you brought up a deal. Can you go? Th- can you go through this deal one more time? I- I- I'm not sure yeah, so how I feel this about is it. Just a, this is a mental exercise. That's all this is. This is, could not happen. And I honestly don't know if I would be for the deal. I'm just proposing. If we have civil war right now, we disagree on so much, at least in politics. But I do believe that the American people still have more in common than we have apart. There are politicians and and uh, very well-moneyed entities that are doing everything they can to tear us apart. But if I could wave a magic wand and I could say, um, all right, let's compromise. I know you have problems with speech. I know you have problems with the Second Amendment. I know you have problems with all these things. You just give us that. And we'll give you abortion with a caveat. You, you, no taxpayer dollars are going for it. And you can't build another abortion clinic. So whatever you got going on, you, you have. Now, uh, this would begin in 10 years, let's say. And I'm basing this off the model of compromise with the founders in slavery. Slavery to our founders was absolutely immoral, immoral. Um, But they had two states that just would not go along with it. So what are you going to do? 
So they made a compromise. We'll put a cap on it. You can't import any more slaves in 10 years. And that was, it's going to, we're going to cap it. No no more importation. Uh, We're going to do our best to stop it in hopes that they would change people's hearts against slavery and avoid a civil war. So I'm asking you, the most immoral thing that I think we do is abortion. So that would be the biggest compromise for me, and I'm not sure I would make it. But if it meant no civil war, and we would come back to e pluribus unum on the Bill of Rights, but we had to sacrifice and abortion could happen in all 50 states, but there was a cap to it. Would you do it in all 50 states now? Or are you saying just where where it kind of is? Yeah, you'd have to compromise and it'd be all 50 states. You get Oof. the Bill of Rights, but all 50 states have abortion, but they cannot expand it. I know it's it's horrible. It's like saying to people who are abolitionists, uh, we're just going to cap it and we're going to try to stop the slave trade and let's all work to change people's hearts. Yeah, it's interesting. Or civil war. Because conceptually what you're saying here is, is the country essentially itself worth tolerating some amount of what you see as evil? And obviously we do have lots of things in our country <laughs> that are disagreeable, but something like this, which is, I think, fundamentally... Is evil. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that's how it will be looked back on eventually, that you I would do too. wipe out 65 million people over... <laughs> Over 50 years sounds pretty bad. So uh, is it worth tolerating that? I mean, I guess at some level we've all been doing that, right? We're not arguing for a civil war and we have abortion in many, many states, uh, all the states up until a few weeks ago. So in some level we have agreed to some version of this without getting the benefits of people actually respecting the Bill of Rights. So I do think the country fundamentally, if you look at the the overall good we've done as a nation, it is worth you know, tolerating a lot. <laughs> I mean, we've done it. We've been doing it for so a long time. Doesn't, isn't that what we hear from every senator and congressman that has ever gone mm. bad? Their point of no return is, yes, I have to compromise on this evil thing, but... If if I don't stay in or I if I do compromise on this, I can be ahead of a committee and then it's just over for them. Isn't this the fruit, the poison fruit that our founders tried the first time? How what would be said about us in 150 years, assuming abortion is looked at as mass murder like we think it is? um, What would be said about us? Really? How did they even think they believed all men are created equal life, liberty, and the present? How could they believe any of that? Such hypocrites. They were they compromised on abortion. I mean, it's they a, didn't it, actually believe it. It's a fair criticism. Of course, I think, you know, one of the things that that helps you get through it is thinking of yourself as an individual rather as a cog in a wheel. Yes, we're all we're a country, but we do have uh, we do have our own free agency here to be able to kind of walk around and say, hey, well, I'm fighting against that. I'm doing what I can to try to stop it. Yes, I live in a country that allows it, but I'm still doing what I can. Oh, my gosh. You sound like that racist Thomas Jefferson. Oh, yeah. 
Well, yeah, no. I, I mean, that's mean the what guy... the founders believed. Mm-hmm. I'm... This is not a question of abortion. It's not a question. It is posed because I do believe we're headed towards a civil war if we can't stop this. Because there is no compromise when you say the First Amendment's out, the Second Amendment's out, uh, you know, abortion for all. And if you don't like it, we're going to change the Supreme Court. I don't know how you avoid a civil war. So this popped into my mind, but this is really to show all you self-righteous people that believe, oh, I would have gone back in time and I would have done. Would you? Would you? Well, I because mean, we look the back country at- is facing the same perilous times. And what are you willing to do to save what you've just what we have? This is why there's such problems with something like collective salvation. Right. You know, what do we look yep. when we look back at the founders and we'd say, how could they have been, you know, and the people who were alive at the founding? How could they be part of a country that did this terrible, terrible thing? And it was a terrible, terrible thing. But we don't look back at Ben Franklin that way. Right. We don't look back at Ben Franklin. Now, some of the left do because they're insane. But here's you a guy who, who was an abolitionist. Now. Right. He fought against yeah. this. He fought against this practice. He blew up his economic life to fight against it. He did everything that he believed he could to try to stop this terrible practice. And that's how you can deal with it as an individual. You're not going to be able to control every law of your country. All you can do is is take responsibility for your own actions. And the left wants to present a world in which that's not the case, right? It doesn't matter if you specifically are racist or not. Are you part of us of Democrats in this latest poll we just revealed? Um, they want to give the United Nations an overriding power on our Supreme Court and on our Congress. So are you with the blue helmeted race, uh, rapists? So wait a minute. You are, are, you want to give the power to the group of people that a haven't solved a single world problem uh, and are deeply corrupt and are raping people in countries that where they're supposed to be protecting them. Wow, it sounds like to me you're trading one evil for another evil. Yeah, well, and it's it's interesting because you the the standard that you kind of put out in this deal where abortion would exist uh, but would not be expanded as it was back in the founding days. In some ways, is sort of what we have now, right? Some territories are going to have abortion. Uh, this sort of new world we live in over the past few weeks, some are going to have it, some aren't. It's going to be difficult to expand that right in a lot of states. Uh, might go away in some others. But generally speaking, you're going to see this split, I think, for some time going forward. Uh, I don't want a civil sure. war over it. Uh, but like, it's important to note that people look at this and they say, oh, Roe versus Wade, this is a win. And it, and it it's definitely a step in the right direction, but it is not a, a win per se. A win. Like this situation oh, yeah. where half the country has abortion and some all the way on demand up until the last month is not the conservative position. The conservative position is not everybody gets to do what they want when it comes to killing babies. Like that's not a that's not a position I'm comfortable with at all. Like I I'm a big believer in federalism, but I believe the country also does have a responsibility to protect life, not just in some areas, not just in red states, not just in red counties. 
it, it, it has the responsibility to try to protect it everywhere. It's a it's sort of one of the promises of the founding documents, as you mentioned, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. All require life. All three <laughs> require people being alive. Yeah. So I think it is pretty crucial I just sold that my we go house f- to a dead man. I'm yeah. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> I re- you know yeah mm. yeah he's got he doesn't have life but he now has property. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, and a right to pursue his own happiness. So anyway, um, uh, let's uh, let's come back to more of this uh, in in a little while. Maybe on tomorrow's program uh, tonight on television. We are going to show you the fundamental transformation of America and the end of Roe versus Wade and guns will be the battle cry that they use. And they they have just begun. They are training now, even as we speak. Everything I told you about top down, bottom up, right out, that is coming this fall. With the death of Roe versus Wade they have gotten serious, but they have they have been planning this for a very long time. I will show you the hints the Biden administration is giving filibuster in Supreme Court and what that means to you and your family. The government is looking for a big splash and your freedom is at stake. So the leftist radicals that were all coming from the 1960s, they're all linked there are the Communist Party USA. All of these people are coming together and they're asking for a women's march. The people that want to change your country, they are beginning now. And I will show you some hidden footage, uh, things that we got um, as we sent somebody into the den of vipers to pose as one of them. What is it that they are saying they are building What is it they are planning for the streets of our country? Tonight, the Wednesday night special. Be informed so you can be of help to help others understand what's going on. The Wednesday night special, Blaze TV, 9 p.m. Eastern, Summer of Rage. The real extremists who threaten our republic. That's tonight at 9, only on Blaze TV. Uh, Our sponsor... This half hour is my pillow. Uh, Mike Lindell is producing some great products at my pillow. His famous my pillow. He also makes the Giza dream sheets, which are really amazing. Uh, he has the mattress cover and a whole lot more. He's also come up with my slippers. My slippers. It took him two years to develop them. They're made with three tier cushioning systems. They have two layers of my pillow foam and a layer of impact gel to ensure that your feet are comfortable all day long. The slippers are made to be worn all day long. Uh, they, they look more like moccasins than anything else. You can wear them indoors and outdoors. They're high quality leather suede. Uh, you want to try a pair of these slippers. They are really great and make great gifts. For a limited time, save $90 on a pair of my slippers. The blowout sale of the year, and it is not going to last long. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials button and uh, use the promo code BECK. Receive this incredible limited time offer. The slippers come with a one-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. It's MyPillow.com. Promo code BECK. 800 mypillow.com The Glenn Beck Program (laughs) 
This is the Glenn Beck program. We have uh, more on Elizabeth Warren and her insanity, her insanity of uh, closing down all clinics that are not abortion providers, but those clinics for counseling of women to keep their child. Uh, the kind of counseling centers that we talk about all the time that are doing so much good. They're now talking about outlawing them. This is from Elizabeth Warren. You won't believe what she said if you haven't heard it. Uh, and uh, my commentary uh, will explain exactly what she means by that. Uh, also, next hour, we have at the top uh, Richard Paul Evans is with us. And he is the author of a Mercury Inc. book, um, in fact, several Mercury Inc. books, a very popular series, Michael Vay. Um, Michael Vay, I think that's eight books, I think, we published together and uh, wildly successful, really great superhero kind of books uh, that you could every parent should have these books on their shelf. Every parent. Uh, they are great. I read every single one with my uh, with my son, Rafe. Uh, we just uh, read the last one right during summer, right before that came out. Uh, and we have a, an announcement to make. And Richard Paul Evans is going to be joining me uh, for that announcement in uh, in just a few minutes. We have uh, we have all of that stuff and more. And also tomorrow. I am going to award the badge of merit, the nominees. You can find them now in my newsletter that came out. I've changed my newsletter and it, it is all of the information that I look at every morning that I collect. And all of my producers spend 24 hours after we do a show the next 24 hours, whatever they read and find relevant to the things we're looking for. Uh, and the same with me. We compile them, and it's put together in a morning briefing for me. I've decided you should read the morning briefing. You should have access to it so you can see the world the way I'm seeing it and the things I'm looking for. It'll help you understand uh, where I think we're going a little more clearly. You can sign up for that newsletter and vote for the Badge of Merit nominees. Find out all about it at glenbeck.com. The newsletter is absolutely free. Go to glenbeck.com right now. Sign up for the newsletter. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Um, but Stu is back in his chair, ready for the third hour. Uh, Stu, what are you expecting uh, in this third hour? As you see... Glenn has been struggling, uh, trying to score any points. Uh, his uh, trusty sidekick has just been on the bench, really, the whole time. It's been uh, ugly. Yeah. Do you think he's going to come off the bench and, and actually do anything? I don't at all. I don't see how anyone could have confidence in that at this point. Uh, we've seen a long, a long, long, long. It's been a long season, and they, they look tired. They yeah. look out of shape. It looks like they didn't put the real work in in the off season to get through these tough times, the dog days of summer. And it looks like both of these guys, right. honestly, are on their last legs. I expect, I expect yet another loss here. Unfortunately. Okay. All right. Well, I wish we could promise you more. Um, you know, we, we can promise you a good show, but it won't be happening this hour. No. Uh, oh, okay. It just won't be happening. At some so. point in the future, you might get one, though. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you listen to Rogan, maybe yeah. you get one. He's great. Uh, yeah. But, you know, you'll, there's a good show somewhere in your future.
is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. What is going on in our nation is absolutely insane and evil. Uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren has now called to shut down all pregnancy centers all around the country for their work in helping women seek alternatives to abortion. This is becoming madness, absolute madness. We will explain her point of view because it's kind of hard to understand. We'll do that coming up. Also, Richard Paul Evans. And an announcement that I think many of our uh, listeners will really appreciate. Best-selling author of the Michael Vay series. Next. Books are so important. Thomas Jefferson said, I cannot imagine uh, or I cannot live in a world without books. He was a, a remarkable reader voracious in his appetite and he would just devour book after book after book our books uh, are so important and they're being replaced in our libraries with absolute crap and lies the Tuttle twins are doing their best now this is a series of books um, that will teach the principles and uh, and and the the founders real roots of their ideas for kids six, seven, eight years old, all the way up to young adults. Uh, and they have just come out with a new history book. It's more important than ever that we understand our true history. It's a 240-page, fully illustrated book from the Tuttle Twins, and it teaches the inspiring stories of our country's past. It makes learning history really fun, and it teaches the best ideas from our past so our kids can apply them to their lives today. Your kids are not learning history. This will help them and help your whole family. The Tuttle Twins Beck.com. Take advantage of their America's History book launch. It's happening right now. You can even get a preview, a free sample chapter, so you can see for yourself how special this book is. It's Tuttle Twins Beck.com. Tuttle Twins Beck.com. Richard Paul Evans, my friend. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Good morning. So Richard, in case you don't know, is a dear friend of mine who has sold, I don't know how many millions of books. Do you even know? It's over 35 million. We kind of stopped counting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so 35 million books uh, in print and sold. And uh, he has, he came up with a series, the Michael Vay series. Simon and Schuster turned him down years ago. Um, or it didn't turn him down, actually said, we need you to, to change things in the book. Uh, a, it's too smart for kids and wanted him to double, uh, to dumb it down. And, um, he sent me a copy and I said, don't ever dumb this down. This is a brilliant series. I just love it. Um, and so what do we do? Do we do seven books? We did s- seven books and it went global. It was a number one New York times bestseller. And there's groups around the world that call themselves Vaniacs now. It's crazy. And it's a really, tell the, tell the story quickly. Well, it's about Michael Vay. He's a young man with Tourette syndrome who has electrical powers. 
and he soon learns that there's 17 kids. The electricity, it's, it's a little bit of a science. I won a science award because it's the way electricity works through the bodies. And they all, they're all superheroes who are fighting um, a demon, <laughs> a villain named Dr. Hatch. Right. Um, and so the whole series was about trying to get to the root of this evil. The series ended in, uh, in episode seven, or so we thought. Do you want to... Uh, uh, talk to us about book yeah, eight. Exciting news. Uh, the thing is, the Michael Bay series never stopped selling. I And it kept growing in other countries. And um, every day, we, I would get scores of letters from kids saying, please bring it back, bring it back. Or from parents saying, you got my kid to read. But my child didn't read until Michael Bay. And, um, you know, after COVID, it's like, I'm missing all these kids. We had 4,000 kids came to my last book signing. And so it's like, okay, I, I, I missed it. It's I wanted crazy. to do it Yeah. So it's, um, I'm, I'm happy to announce, and we're revealing it, the cover here today on Glenn Beck, that uh, Michael Bay 8, The Parasite, comes out this September 27th. And Glenn, your readers, your listeners may want to pre-order because of the paper shortages in America. Uh, you, you saw that with your number one bestseller. <laughs> you were, oh my gosh, you were running out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We ran out. I, I have a feeling this will happen with this book as well. Uh, so pre-order now. Where do you pre-order? Just go to Amazon or where? Yeah, I think we have. I think we have a link on on your sites, Glenn. Uh, but you, yeah, go to go to Amazon.com. It's right there, and it's on discount. And um, anyway, it's going to reveal the cover today, so it's kind of exciting. So, and uh, that is. Uh, are we showing it now? Can we put it up on uh, the uh, Blaze TV? And I'm going to go to Glenbeck.com because I think the cover. At least the cover was supposed to be at uh, glenbeck.com, I think. Um, and is it? Is it? Is it? Uh, no, I don't see it, but it should be there. Um, I'll, I'll let you know where it is here in, in just a second. But the, the, uh, the story is what? Quickly. What's the well, eighth book? People, people have been asking, how can you... And, and spoiler alert, in the end of seven, he, they take down the Elgin. Where do you go from there? But it's like the Hydra. You cut off the head and three other heads pop up. And so, and these people, yeah. I, think, I think you're going to love it, Glenn, because the ideology of these people are fascinating. Uh, how they see America falling and that's their place to take over. Yeah, I, I will tell you, um, you know, I, I think the book is really inspired in a lot of ways, a lot of good ways, teaches a lot of great lessons without feeling like it's teaching you a bunch of lessons. Uh, I can't tell you how many, how many parents, and I'm one of them, uh, that say, thank you, finally, something that is is clean and good and exciting. I mean, my son went from, gosh, how old was he when we first started reading these? Eight? I'm like, yeah, he to, was. Wow. Uh, yeah, to 16, we read these books uh, every summer, and he loved them, loved them. And when I told him that the uh, eighth is coming out, he said, wait a minute, they beat the Elgin. I said, yeah, I know, but <laughs> Richard has another idea. Uh, and so we're going to read it together when this is when this is out. Um, when does it come out? It comes out September 27th. Okay. So we're about, we're about, two, we're about when, two when do I out. get it? <laughs> uh 
you get when it. When do I get a copy? Yeah. You, you, yeah, you get it whenever right. you want. <laughs> I want it. I want it. I'm, I'm up at the ranch with my son right now. We'll read it together. Um, Richard Paul Evans, thank you so much. It's called sure. The Parasite. Michael Vay returns, uh, and you can pre-order now. Richard, did you have something else to say? Because I heard you. Yeah, I just want to say thank you so much. Glenn Glenn Beck believed in Michael Vay before the rest of the world. Now there's millions of followers, but Glenn was the first one to believe in it, and I really appreciate that. Oh, well, thank you very much. I appreciate it, Richard. <laughs> thank you. The great thing is, is um, I didn't know this when I first met uh, Richard Paul Evans. He has Tourette's. His uh, son has Tourette's. Uh, I think his son has. Yeah, his son has Tourette's. And so he knows uh, and he's showing how these things can be turned and made into strengths. It's it's a really, really good book, especially in a world where you are. Uh, where you're seeing, you know, people use every excuse, you know, to to whine and say they can't do it. I'm being held back. There, There's yeah. no excuse for that. Yeah, you yeah, have to do it. I can't explain it, but at every signing, I have scores of, of youth with autism, uh, youth with anxiety disorder. One girl told me she got out of bed and went to school for the first time in four months because if Michael Vay can do it, she can do it. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Thank you, Richard Paul Evans. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you, my friend. Um, uh, he's the only person that I think I have to use all three names, uh, which is, you know, I guess it's John Wilkes Booth uh, and Richard Paul Evans. John Wayne Gacy. Only killers. Yeah, only killers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, only killers. killers. Mm-hmm. And and Richard Paul Evans. I don't know. I don't think there are any bodies to be found. But I think maybe we should keep our eye on him. You never know. You never, you never know. Uh, all right. I want to play this audio from um, from Elizabeth Warren, and then I want to explain it. Listen to what Elizabeth Warren said. Those crisis pregnancy centers that are there to fool people who are looking for pregnancy termination help outnumber true abortion clinics by three to one. No. We need to shut them down here in Massachusetts and we need to shut them down all around the country. You should not be able to torture a pregnant person Mm. like that. Can you imagine the horror of someone who wants to kill their baby and being fooled, fooled by someone into tricking a human being to be alive? I think it's really important that you understand what she's actually saying and how they're fooling people. And we'll give that to you here in just a second. First, let me tell you about Goldline. Gee, what's inflation? Uh, Inflation higher than expected. (laughs) <laughs> but they didn't expect any inflation, so everything is higher than they expect. Anyway, it's 9.1. We just found out that's the new number for inflation. That's not the real number. And you know it every time you go out and try to buy something. Go to the grocery store. Go to the gas station. 9.1. Uh-huh. Recession is a very ugly word, but that is what we are going into. And and we might go into stagflation, which is even worse your money is being um, devalued. It's not that prices are going up. It's that your money, the value, is going down because there's too much money out there. Plenty of money, but nothing our money could buy. 
I want you to uh, find out and see if gold or silver would be a good hedge for you. Uh, I don't know if you saw there's another story. Joe Biden just just guaranteed all the pensions for the unions. Meanwhile, a lot of people are losing money hand over fist with their 401k or their their Roth IRA. Um, and there's no protection for you there from the United States government. Well, because you didn't work in a good union job. Anyway, I urge you to call Goldline and find out if gold or silver is right for you. They can help you transfer some of your Roth IRA into precious metals to help hold the value. They also have a new product uh, that they have been waiting to come in. And I've been waiting as well with every quarter ounce gold Benjamin Franklin round that is sold this week. And it is something that I designed. I think these are printed by the Canadian Mint. Um, but, uh, it's Ben Franklin on the front and it is the seal of America that he wanted. And it is the, the, um, it's Pharaoh in the waters as the Red Sea is coming around him and Moses is there and the pillar of fire. It's an amazing coin. Uh, it's a Benjamin Franklin gold round quarter ounce. You can get this. And when you buy it for everyone you buy, you'll receive 10, Mind your own business silver bars at no cost. Now is the time to stock up. Call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE. Call them now, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10-second station ID. For the left, it has never been about protecting women's health in the abortion debate. They kept saying they do other things, women's health, women's health. It was only about uh, abortion centers. That's all it was about, abortion. Because why would you why would you not support pro-life pregnancy centers that are helping women? You want to shut them down and take away any competitor to Planned Parenthood. If it was really about women's health care, wouldn't you care, you know, that women are getting good care elsewhere? Pro-life pregnancy centers uh, are providing an alternative to Planned Parenthood. Now the left's true colors are coming out. It's not just shout your abortion. It is put all abor- uh, anti-abortion or pro-life pregnancy centers out so women have no choice. Last week, New York State Attorney General uh, sent a letter to Google demanding that it remove pro-life pregnancy centers from all search results. She said it's because... Uh, they direct individuals seeking abortions to dangerous and misleading anti-abortion clinics in New York. Planned Parenthood says the goal of these pro-life pregnancy centers is to spread misinformation and propaganda. So those are their, the left's two favorite words because they sound very dangerous. And, you know, you're not have, supposed to have that information. Now, Elizabeth Warren leading the charge in Congress to protect America's pregnant women from all that toxic disinformation that could save their babies' lives. She tweeted, With Roe gone, it's more important than ever to crack down on the so-called crisis pregnancy centers that mislead and deceive patients seeking abortion care. So she wants to deputize the Federal Trade Commission to be a police 
and and police all of this alleged disinformation. So now, what is it that is the disinformation? Well, NARAL has exposed the disinformation. The bombshell lies that Elizabeth Warren is saying, quote, more than 67% of the locations intentionally referred to the fetus as a baby. They also tell, told the investigator with NARAL she was already a mother because she was already pregnant. Oh, my gosh. Well, this is, I mean, next thing you know, they're going to be roped into a, a loan they never wanted for a house they never could afford. Wow. So they they referred to the fetus. Stu, would you just look up in Latin what fetus mean? I believe it means little one. Um, they refer to the fetus as a baby and said, you're already a mom because you got a baby inside of you. Oh, my gosh. That could have been a toaster oven in her. They didn't know. So they don't like the fact that nationwide pro-life pregnancy centers outnumber abortion clinics three to one. And they don't like the study last year that found pregnant women who visit pro-life centers are 20 percent less likely to choose an abortion. They want you to be funneled into Planned Parenthood so you have no choice. To top it off. The radical action is in response to the Supreme Court's decision that doesn't stop abortion. Did you hear that? Pro-abortion fanatics in New York, California, and elsewhere. If you like your abortion laws, you can keep your abortion laws. But this time, it's actually true. But now they're declaring war. They're declaring war on pro-life pregnancy centers. Because it's never about choice, and it's never about women's health. It's always been about killing children. It is evil. It is absolutely evil. And it needs to be stated that clearly. You know, when America had uh, rare, safe, but legal, I think that's where most Americans are. They don't want to see it. Um, you know, happening on demand, you know, hey, I can kill a baby an hour before I have. It's just, it's obscene to people. But when they went to shout your abortion, I'm proud to have had six abortions or whatever. That's when it really became apparent that they didn't mean what they said. They, they intended on a slippery slope the entire time. And... You know, they told us once that, oh, no, no money will ever go to our abortions. Well, your tax dollars are going to go to abortions. ICE is now transporting migrant women across state lines so they can get abortions. ICE will not take those migrant women, a.k.a. illegal aliens, across the border, But they will take them out of Texas into another state that will provide an abortion for them. That's a use of your tax dollars. The DOJ is creating a reproductive rights task force as well. Hmm. 
Okay. So the DOJ, which is not going after investigating people who are offering bounties for information, anybody who has information on where the Supreme Court justices are, they're not doing anything about that. But they are going to collaborate with, quote, external stakeholders, such as reproductive service providers. Huh, I wonder who that would Would that be Planned Parenthood? They are working for Planned Parenthood. It's evil. So what comes next? Well, I'll tell you when we come back. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. We all know when it comes to debt, you're going to have to pay things down later. Credit cards are a real slippery slope. Most of them have a variable rate, which means you're going to feel it when the Fed increases the rates through the year. And the banks, the banks can raise those rates anytime themselves. They find that you're a poor credit risk because, well, look at how close you are to the line now. They can start raising those rates. Today is the day. Today is the day. Now is the moment that you need to take action. I want you to call American Financing and call and get a free mortgage review. Learn all about the custom home loans options that are available that might fit your budget better than what you're currently dealing with. Home values are on the rise. They are about to fall. They are already in some places. But before you lose all that equity, you can access it as cash to pay things off like your credit card debt. Please call American Financing, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. Don't miss BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to subscribe to Blaze TV. from fundamentally transforming the United States of America. And Barack mm. knows that we are going to have to make sacrifices. We are going to have to change our conversation. Uh, we're going to have to change our traditions, our history. We're going to have to move into a different place. It is amazing, amazing now uh, with eyes that can turn to the past and see what they have done. This was very well laid out and a very well-moneyed plan. Tonight on Blaze TV, my Wednesday night special, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, we are at the precipice now of the final fundamental transformation of America. And the end of Roe versus Wade and guns will be the battle cries that they use. Last hour, I, I shared with you some... Uh, uh, information, new polls that are out from 18 to 39 or 49 year olds and also Democrats that don't believe over 50 percent don't believe in the Constitution, believe it is racist, sexist. They believe the Supreme Court is racist, it's sexist and that it needs to be abolished. So 
they're taking to the streets. Now, they have declared the summer of rage, uh, but I think it's going to be the fall of rage. We'll show you what's coming to your street. Also, show you the leftist radicals. Some have been around since the 1960s that are linked to or the ideological drivers of some of the current bottom-up activists because what is coming is top-down, bottom-up, inside-out. It's a plan that includes the highest level of government, the street soldiers on the ground, and the rest of us caught in the middle as our country is turned inside out. We're going to show you some insider um, videotape as well. We sent somebody into one of their training sessions for the Women's March. In fact, let me play, uh, let me play uh, just a couple of uh, clips here. We'll show you more tonight. Um, let's play uh, Cut 10, please. And to all these Supreme Court justices who think they're going to go out and just go on with life as usual, it's on sight. No peace. No Yay. peace. And to the Democrats, it's past time to stop being polite. So they're not going to be polite. Uh, what a surprise uh, on that. No peace for any of these justices. And then they go in to this, cut 11. All we need to do now is say it with me, disobey. Ready? Disobey. 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 So, as we are here today, I want to tell you at Women's March that women are tired of you telling us what the f*** to do. she's <laughs> war. That's what this is about. Violating us. Violating our communities. Going against our consent. Today we say, stop telling women what to do. It seems so interested Summer in telling all, everybody we, what to do in all other circumstances. What to do. I know. I know. Um, the uh, Summer of Rage, that was uh, one of the training sessions. We actually sent some brave soul into that crowd. He joins me tonight. Uh, you don't want to uh, miss that. This is what we told you would come. It's happening, and I think it's going to happen this fall and continue for quite some time. We'll give you all of the people involved tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern, only on Blaze TV. Right after a brand new Stu Does America. I mean, if you have to watch it, if you're if you're a shut in, you can you can we are just to have the nurse come in, leave it on. And you see that, too. We are totally fine. Uh, absolutely exploiting the <laughs> shut in community. Um, Stu Does America. It's actually one of our goals. So that's yeah. fine. Um, I, yeah, okay, I, I wanted good. to mention right. uh, something else because, you know, you mentioned the training sessions. We didn't have any training sessions. I mean, you, you started to train people lately on on fundamental values and principles of, uh, with the country through Mercury One. Um, but like this wasn't something we really had back in the day. And um, I, I was listening to The Daily. This is the podcast from The New York Times, uh, which is I do this because. So you don't have to, you know, I, 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 we do this for you, America. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. We torture yes. ourselves yes. every day listening to this crap. So you don't have oh, to. It's horrible. It is. And so they did a big thing on abortion and they decided they wanted to write the obituary of Roe versus Wade. 
uh, this this look back as to what happened in their life. What were the most important things that happened in the Roe versus Wade decision and abortion rights in this country? And um, it was pretty fascinating. They go, she said, the reporter said, everybody on both sides went back to the same thing, which was 2010. And the, of their telling of the story, in 2009, 2010, the pro-life movement was basically dead. I mean, if you go back and think about this at the time, you know, James Carville was writing stories uh, or writing books about how, you know, this was uh, the Republicans were going to be a regional party. I mean, the, the Republican thing was mm-hmm. over. Obama had won. The Democratic demographic changes were coming and they were going to be Republicans were going to be swept into the minority permanently. That was the, that was really the theme of the mainstream media at the time. And um, at this point, we know kind of what happens. The, the, the Tea Party rises. The Obamacare debate goes on. Uh, there is a, a lot uh, of new activism and passion for constitutional values. So the Democrats don't really see this as a threat. They've already won in their minds. History is over, as they would say. So here is a part of, of course, what wound up happening on election night. So on election night, this strategy works beyond their wildest expectations. Hmm. Voters also engineered a change in power in the nation's state legislatures. Republicans swept the state legislatures across the country. With at least 18 state legislatures switching to Republican from Democrat, a net gain of 500 seats. We forget this. We talk about the wave election, and it was one at the national level. But at the state level, 500 seats went to Republicans in that election, the Tea Party wave election. And so the thesis of the New York Times here is that this huge change drove people to go to their states and start pushing for things at the state level, thinking more, essentially more locally, uh, working at that level to change abortion laws, not focusing on the federal as much. And so all of this is, is going on. The, the, the New York Times focuses quite a bit on the redistricting process that happens that year. Of course, you know, blame, 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 blame. But the point is that they went to work within the system at the state level and took those 500 seats and the pro-life cause was rejuvenated. It was able to now start passing smaller regulations, small things, things like, you know, um, you can't abort kids based on skin color, you can't abort kids based on their gender, things that seemingly everybody agrees with i don't know why you would agree with that if you don't think it's a baby and you think you can kill it why would you care what color the skin is or what gender it is that's a whole nother story that perhaps if you are pro-choice you should examine uh, quite closely uh, but this is able to move the overton window in the new york times telling to be able to kind of bring us to a place where we would be accepting of changes before this There was no regulations, really, even though they were theoretically available, but there wasn't a lot of movement here. So this all all happens, and then they kind of summarize the entire story here. So just to summarize all this, Democrats really failed to foresee the red wave that happened in 2010 at the state level. And their allies in the abortion rights movement were, in a lot of ways, equally unprepared for it. Because they all figured they were in pretty strong shape. They didn't see the Tea Party movement happening. They all took their eye off the ball. Absolutely. This is the telling, the obituary of Roe versus Wade, in which they're giving you credit. Not you, Glenn Beck, but you in the audience credit. 
the people that fought so hard at that time for the Tea Party were the the beginnings of what we just saw a few weeks ago. And they caught the Democrats by surprise. They were able to win through the system uh, the right way. And this horrible decision was eventually overturned. And it's fascinating to look at that because I think a lot of times with the Tea Party, we being obviously right in the middle of that the whole time, along with the audience, were we look back at it and we think, ah, that was a good opportunity. We did some good things, but it wound up fading and we didn't, you know, next time we're going to do better. We're going to learn things from that, the things that went wrong and we can do better next time. We shouldn't minimize what actually happened here. This is the New York Times is the ones writing that they're going to worry at the history on this. And their thesis on the history mm-hmm. is it was you, you in this audience who wound up putting together all of your passion for things like, yes, fiscal issues. That was a big part of it, but it was also issues like the pro-life movement that wound up turning the entire direction of the country in a decade. It didn't seem at all possible at that time. And what's, what's amazing is we didn't have training seminars. We didn't have a team of social scientists. Mm. We didn't have big money. I mean, these groups are getting million dollar checks left and right. Mm hmm. We didn't get any of those. We, we it was all nickels and dimes, uh, and we went up against Goliath. And in the end, I mean, I, that's the one thing I love in uh, Barack Obama's uh, autobiography. He's very clear the damage that was done to him by the Tea Party. He's like they they uh, thwarted my agenda, and you know he calls us racist and everything else, but. <laughs> He's he is very clear on how he didn't get everything done that he wanted to get done because of the Tea Party. So whenever you're feeling small and insignificant, uh, don't don't forget what was done just 10 years ago. It made a huge, huge difference. Our sponsor uh, this half hour is Rough Greens. Uh, Uno is, uh, we're, we're getting, a the new German shepherd in four weeks. I try not to say that in front of Uno. I feel so, I feel guilty. I feel like, yeah, he's your replacement, dude. I just hope they get along and, uh, can be pals for a while. Uh, what's great about German shepherds is the older one teaches the younger one on what they're supposed to do. Um, and Uno has been just such a great dog. And he's getting old and, and uh, unfortunately, uh, beginning to fade. Now, not anywhere where he should be. I mean, he is in great shape for, uh, for how old he is as a German Shepherd. But I think that's because of Dr. Dennis Black, the guy who came up with Rough Greens. Rough Greens has everything your dog needs. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. If it's healthy, it's in Rough Greens. Most dogs love it. I don't know if your dog will. I know Uno absolutely adores it. Wolfs it down now. Um, It's a supplement you put on the dog's food, and you can get a free bag just to try out. They don't want you spending any money if, if you don't have to. But just make sure that your dog likes it. And then if your dog will eat it, you'll get the next bag. 
and you start feeding them, and I'm telling you, you will see the difference in your dog. Get the first trial bag free. All you pay for is shipping. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck, R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck, or call 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33, roughgreens.com slash Beck. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation, 888-727-BECK. Hey, I want to uh, update you on something. CPAC is coming to Dallas, Texas, and uh, CPAC has just confirmed and released that I am a confirmed speaker. I'm going to be doing the last speech uh, at CPAC. It's a place that I really want to hold. I'd love to do them every CPAC, the last speech, uh, and just do history lessons. And so I got the chalkboard and some, uh, some really great artifacts, and I will share them at CPAC. Uh, and that is the first Saturday in August, and I will be speaking there Saturday uh, at uh, CPAC. Also, the Saturday, uh, I think it may be before that, the 24th of July, I am in the uh, great town of Weston, and I'm doing a little pop-up museum and uh, a speech about our history and you can find that at the uh, Weston Stake Center. I think they're announcing that publicly uh, today as well. Well, they, they just did. So. So if they didn't already. They just did. They just so, did, as you just yeah. blurted it out Good on luck. national radio. Congratulations, everybody. <laughs> uh, you mentioned a, a history lesson. I, right before a brand new Glenn TV tonight on Studios America, we're going to be going through this. But I went down a, a sort of a YouTube rabbit hole one day relatively recently and landed on an interview between Tom Brokaw and Ronald Reagan on January 17th, oh 1989. It's the last, basically his last interview in office right before he leaves. And yeah. I watched the whole thing and it was fascinating. Because, ma- mainly because here's a guy who is in his late 70s, who is five years before an Alzheimer diagnosis and this guy is 100 times more coherent than Joe Biden is today. Mm-hmm. He goes through, he's yes. recalling all sorts of facts from throughout his presidency, from throughout his life early on. He, uh, he, he detail after detail stories about his parents, stories about when he first gets his job, stories about life in Hollywood. He's recounting them with eloquence and uh, without any delay whatsoever in, re- in, in accessing these files in his brain. This is a guy who, at the time, was being mocked by the media relentlessly for being out of touch, for not being able to uh, do the job, for not being able to compute anymore. He was too old. He was too out of it. Genesis, Land of Confusion video. The, the, he presses the nuke button instead of the nurse button by mistake. He's so out of it. And here's a guy... You wouldn't even recognize it as compared to what we have in the Oval Office today. It's a totally different, almost a totally different species when it comes to communicating. Totally on the ball, much different. And I I, I wanted to go through some of that tonight because not only do you see that, but you also see the way Tom Brokaw treats him. You would never see a mainstream media uh, member treat a Republican like that now. It's incredible. No, never. That's on uh, Stu Does America right before my Wednesday night special at 9.